0: Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com dot slash special offer. All lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode sixteen ninety nine. Own less, travel more by Lauren Keys of TripOfalifestyle And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is the show where I narrate posts from thought leaders in personal finance every single day of the year in 10 minutes or less. So let's get right into today's post and continue optimizing your life. Own Less, Travel More by Lauren Keys of TripOfALifestyle.com We're in the process of moving back into our home after a long time on the road, and it's proving to be one of our most tedious moves ever. All of our stuff was stored in our friend's loft, which shielded us from the financial costs of storage. Thanks, John and Bonnie. But as a result, we didn't really engage in our normal moving ritual of obsessively getting rid of We embraced minimalism in Hawaii, so moving was easy. In the past, by selling, donating, or just tossing out the items we don't absolutely have to take with us, we've ended up with about half of the amount of stuff to move. This time, however, the process wasn't so streamlined. It actually felt like a big ordeal. And for a fleeting moment, I had the immobilizing and scary thought that I never want to do this again. I envisioned a curmudgeoned old future version of myself saying, bah, moving is too much trouble. I'll just stay where I am forever. And that was the wake-up call I needed. How did it come to this? Alright, so I'm probably being a bit dramatic about our move back into a 1,280 square foot condo. It could have been a lot worse, but I still wanted to stop and think about why this move felt so much different than those before it. Our first four years living together, Stephen and I were always very happy in a one-bedroom place. With just the two of us, it was always more than enough space and furnishing all of our one-bedroom apartments was a lot cheaper than furnishing our three-bedroom condo. But when we decided to make the leap from renting to buying, we were convinced of the need for more. Real estate agents tell you that more rooms will automatically make your place more attractive to future buyers. Your family all tell you that they need a guest room to visit. You might even convince yourself of a need for an office or a man cave or a she shed. But the opportunity cost of dumping more cash into a bigger place, plus the direct costs of heating and cooling that extra space, cleaning and maintenance, and the extra property taxes really add up. It's all a bunch of BS. Listen, we fell for it too. We didn't go crazy and buy a mansion. Our place still only had a five-digit price tag we were nudged into upgrading to a three-bedroom place at the suggestion of everyone else. And you know what? One of our extra rooms sat empty for so long that we decided to rent it out to friends while living there ourselves, twice. If you've already bought a place that you're finding to be a little bit bigger than you need, consider putting an extra room to work for you rather than just filling it up with more stuff. What else can you do? Avoid what I call leveling up your possessions. Here's what I mean. We typically get our furniture, like kitchen tables and chairs, couches, desks, coffee tables, from cheaper retailers like Ikea, used furniture stores, or clearance centers. And we've found that we can actually recoup the full cost of these items through platforms like Craigslist and Facebook Marketplace pretty consistently when it's time to go somewhere new. We can essentially start over every time we move without incurring hefty moving costs or the tax of renting a storage unit. It's also kind of fun to have a clean slate when you move. And even though we don't have the fanciest furniture, there is value for us in knowing that almost everything in our house is brand new. Now you might object. IKEA furniture sucks. I'd much rather spend a little more and get sturdy stuff that'll last forever. But there are hidden costs to that. Let's consider a beautiful, solid oak bookcase you fell in love with at a showroom. It's expensive and heavy, but good furniture often is. It's an investment that will last a lifetime. The problem? Now, every time you think about moving, you'll worry about carrying the weight of the bookcase into a moving truck, the size of the truck needed to fit the bookcase securely, and the damage it might incur in transit. Not to mention having to pack up everything the bookcase displayed. Books, records, photos, candles, and a few succulents. The result? You feel like you can't just pack up and go whenever you want. You're in love with that bookcase and everything on its shelves. I'm not saying to give up the things you love, but I do want to challenge you to give your home a good Marie condoing and ask yourself not only whether your possessions spark joy, but also whether they're worth what you might be giving up to own them. Reducing clutter increases freedom. Remember the frightening thought about the old lady version of myself who never moves again? The reason it's so important to not feel that way is because when the cost, mental, physical, and financial, of moving is minimized, the freedom to move is maximized. But what's so great about moving anyway? Is it so wrong to stay in one place? There's nothing bad about settling down where you want to. Not everybody wants to pack up and move to Hawaii for six months. It's more about having the opportunity and freedom to move when the desire or need arises. Feeling free to pick up and move as necessary can help improve your financial position in life too. When a job offer comes your way for more money, a better title, or to do something you truly love, you should feel free to take it seriously, even if it means moving. Locking yourself into one location seriously reduces the options available to you. Even just moving closer to work to save money on transportation or moving to a lower cost of living area can be a huge win for your finances. This type of freedom has been crucial for us. We've had amazing travel experiences and improved our financial position exactly because we've been willing to move. Next time you're cleaning a spare room that's used sparingly or considering staying in one place forever, consider what you have to gain from letting go. You just listened to the post titled "Own Less, Travel More" by Lauren Keys of TripOfALifestyle.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there This post reminded me of not only the practical benefits of not being weighed down with material possessions, but the psychological benefits as well. There was actually a period a couple of years ago where a lot of break-ins were happening in my neighborhood. It ended up being a couple teenagers breaking into homes and mainly stealing electronics, but my neighbors were understandably on edge. I remember looking around my house and thinking, what could anyone steal that would really rattle me? I don't own any expensive electronics or jewelry. I always have my phone on me and many times my laptop as well. What are they going to take? My toaster? In a more literal sense, I felt the weight of my stuff when walking the Camino a few years ago, which is a 500 mile trek across Spain. For two months, I carried everything I needed on my back in a 40 liter pack. When I was preparing for that trip, I spent many hours deliberating which things were 100% necessary as I was trying to keep the overall weight I was carrying as low as possible. I read a ton about what other people brought and even had close to 20 people review my packing list to make sure I didn't forget anything. But then a funny thing happened along the way. I ended up writing new lists of what I realized I didn't need and what I wished I would have brought. This taught me a couple of things. First, What I actually need is highly personal, so I should take advice from others with a grain of salt. And secondly, even when I don't have something I need, I'm resourceful enough to figure it out, so I don't need to be so anxious about it. There was this thermal shirt that I accidentally left behind somewhere, but I managed just fine without it. There was also this blow-up pillow that got ruined in the wash, but I didn't end up missing it. It just goes to show that humans are pretty adaptable, And when you're not so mentally attached to your stuff, you're more free to enjoy the journey ahead of you. And that should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day, and I'll see you on the Thursday show tomorrow, where optimal life awaits.